0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Elena Demonetize. I am solo today, but I have someone so fun and that I cannot wait for you guys to get to know, Penelope. So, without further ado, you guys, let's jump right into this week's episode of Elena Demonetize. So, Penelope. Please give the audience a little introduction
1: about who you are. Hi everyone. I'm Penelope. I'm 24 years old. Born in 24? I'm 24. We're the same age. I, I keep forgetting. We're literally in the same grade. We I, went uh, to this I thought you were like younger than me for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know. Same why. school, same grade, everything. Um, I'm originally from Orange County, California, born and raised. I also am an OnlyFans creator so um you know i dabble into a little bit of the adult industry which i find pleasure in doing but i'm here because elaine and i went to middle school together and we're here to just talk about our history and where we're at now so
0: Penelope and i met in a very if i've i I've, I've said on my podcast my many guests i'm like oh yeah i mean this person go way back no one goes as far back as penelope and i i
1: knew elena before she was elena so. yes and
0: i knew penelope before she was penelope so Literally. i'm gonna give her the floor to just tell everyone how we actually really met because it's actually so funny but if i ever said we go way back i'm a liar because this bitch and i we go extremely way back like we're in a whole the universe together so penelope please tell everyone how you and i originally met
1: okay so elena and i we originally met in middle school so we were just two little gay boys well at least elena was because i wasn't really out i was a so-called straight male at the time i was dating somebody and just in like respect of that person you know i don't want them to be like why would you say you dated me like anyway so we kind of like hung out in the same clique not necessarily you didn't really hang out with so and so the person i was dating but we associated with um the same friend group, and we didn't really talk that much, did we? So
0: me and you never got along. So we, we were we were friends for like okay. So here's how I remembered it. And this was seventh grade, right? Or six, six, okay. sixth grade. This is before I even started YouTube. So I remember being in middle school, and you were a new student. I was. And you I were, wasn't even from. West you weren't even out, but you were straight. Apparently, Uh, but you know what? But let me
1: just make this clear though, because I like all shapes and sizes, I like male and female. Like, honestly, I'm a lover, so wherever my heart goes, that's where I'm at. So it doesn't even really matter, like, what you have, you know? We were in love, apparently, but I. I remember being, you know, John, and I saw you, and I was like, oh, my God, who is that hot-ass guy? You were so hot. I didn't even know that. (laughs) I didn't even know. you. Not until we rekindled that you Mm -hmm. told me that. No. So, for the longest time, I had the biggest crush on you. I was like... Oh my god! So I want to ask you, like, what were your first impressions of me?
0: I thought you were so hot. That well, was... I mean, like, prior to you being Penelope, or like yeah. before? Yeah. Well, obviously, well, bitch, I'm hot both. <laughs> <like. laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean, obviously, it's two first impressions. Right.
1: So when you first met me, and I first... then Penelope. Okay, Let me know. so
0: when I first met you, I was like, tell my friends, I was like, oh my god, like, do you want me to call you a she or a he? <laughs> what gender do you want? <laughs> what product do you want to go don't by? <laughs> you, don't use the dead name. Please. Okay. So when I knew you as a boy, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, new new year, new student. I was like. Who is this guy? He's so hot. Because you were like the only tall guy there. And I was like... Six feet. So hot. So hot. And so <laughs> I was like, who is he? He's so cute. Oh, my God. I want a fucking... Oh, my God. I want him. Really? I was, yes. Oh. I had the biggest crush you on know, you. Know you should have just told me. I had... Right. So me, Riley, and Eileen were best friends. All I loved Eileen. Yeah, all three of us were good yeah. friends. And so when you got together with Kat... <laughs> when you got together with Riley I was like oh, wait fuck. is it
1: Miley now?
0: <laughs> is Riley, Miley? <laughs> Miley
1: Riley bitch
0: no but it was I was so jealous because I was like oh, I wanted him you know I was like I
1: was very confused let me just tell you that yeah but you know the heart was in a good place like wasn't deceiving anybody like i knew also we were in
0: sixth grade like we no were. one knows who you are in high school let alone six fucking grades so. and let me
1: tell you like when i was in middle school there was nobody like elena at the time she was like a very flamboyant gay boy <laughs> and i was like okay like bitch pulled up in you know to the school in heels and stuff and i was like okay like this you is- know what's so funny what it's for the
0: longest time i thought you were homophobic so, and it gets better. Let me get to. But one.
1: you know, you know that the person in the room who is the most homophobic is the person who is the gayest. Exactly. Not the. I want to say the gayest. But cause... like, there's a little bit closeted in them. But exactly. So
0: it's funny because when you got with Riley, I was jealous because I was like, oh, I want to get with you. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get with you, and then. We you would guys have been were, the first gay couple. You but you, you guys were always fucking making out. You guys were always holding
1: hands. I was Just, in love. Yeah, you
0: you guys are you guys had this little fucking teddy bear, you guys always got me. Oh,
1: uh,
0: but like I was like, like, look at this fucking little
1: Did st- you want that or what? Yes
0: I was like uh, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're like fucking teasing.
1: Would me. you say like I'm a romantic? Because I was the one who got her the teddy bear. Yes, yeah. but then
0: again, it's kind of like now you understand why, bitch. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, oh my god, this bitch. Like I'm the person to date. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, look at this little straight couple just kissing, being so like, um, <laughs> like cupcaking around the whole school just like showing effect i was like i want that i want that with him though fuck her you know Period. and so when you got together with her i got a little resentful towards you because oh. that's why you and i didn't get along after that i feel like we
1: definitely could have been really great friends mm-hmm. to we start were friends
0: for like two weeks and then we just had like the biggest like hatred towards each other afterwards Oh. I did for you. I was yeah. like, and then like, I remember at one point we were cussing at each other across the quad. You're like, I hate you because I love you. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a situation where I did hate you because I love you, but like, I couldn't have you because like I hated you. Right. But, um, I remember at one point you were like, you had your, lo- lo- your little lollipop on school. You were okay. sucking it. And she remember? Yes. And then when you said something to each other, we started cussing at each other across the whole campus. Like, there's a quad. I think I remember that. You was were like walking away. Fir-
1: I think I threw your backpack that day. Or you threw mine. No,
0: you threw my backpack or something. I just was like. You <sighs> threw my backpack and then we started cussing at each other you yeah. and I, across the fucking campus or just like I was saying all this did shit did I say any
1: slurs to you? no even okay. if you did I would have it right back I was good, like, though.
0: we were like very like well I, I was at least I said everything I didn't give a fuck yeah. you know but like I, remember, I just remember us just going at it with each other and like you and I never got along but I remember at one point we were friends for a good two weeks right and we would match outfits so we'd be like oh what are you wearing and <laughs> you're like oh, I'm gonna wear a black shirt tomorrow black jeans and so we wore the same thing I and,
1: had like the same five outfits that I would wear on rotation cause girl like my parents wouldn't buy me shit, but so. you I had cool jeans though. I did. I, cool I remember jeans. I had a pair of like purple jeans. I thought I was. The I remember shit. the pur- I mean, I matching
0: had, flannel. Bitch, everything. I had the fucking red and black jeans. <laughs> and I had the fucking black and checkerboard jeans. Bitch, don't forget the
1: heels. Cause... I got the hot
0: topic jeans, <laughs> but and so I was kind of like, ah, oh, this bitch. Like I, I was like, I thought you were so hot. I wanted to date you, and then later. You ended up moving during freshman year, right? I did. Right mm-hmm.
1: after, I, yeah, right into freshman year, I moved. So I, high school, I didn't even get to experience, mm-hmm. you know, what life was going to be with Elena in my class. I always thought, like, I would go on to, like, high school with her and she would just be, like, the noints of, like, my vein, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because like I never necessarily hated her. But I, here's the thing though: you were very like straight vibes,
0: and I was very like faggot But my vibe. thing so, was like, we never got along. My way. thing was
1: is I was trying to figure out who I was at the time, and there I had resentment too because I wanted to be you. Like I, I wanted I, to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> now here, here we are. Here we
1: are now. Yeah. Film me some content later. I'm just kidding. i <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> But no, I think that's just so crazy. It was like when we were Kindle, she talked about how she had a crush on me. And I was just telling her, well, I hated you because I wanted so to be Tell you. everyone
0: how we got in- and <laughs> How okay. did we get in, in contact with each other? Because you moved somewhere
1: far. I did. Well, no, I didn't. I moved to Anaheim. So, I went from school to Westminster to Anaheim. But back in the day, like, I didn't have a phone. I didn't really have, like, communication. And even, like, the time that we knew each other, I was just going through a whole, like, mindfuck. Because that same year, my mom found out I was watching gay porn. Uh So, me trying to figure out, like, my sexuality and obviously my resentment towards her like it was just so much that my mom just felt it was appropriate to you know move closer to home you know pay more attention and just have me like on check or whatever but anyway fast forward it wasn't until i've been out here in costa mesa for like four or five years already and one day i just get a doo-doo and guess who it's from? It's from Elena on Grindr. She was like, hey, girl, what's up? And I'm like, oh, my God, Elena. Wait, no, that's not how it went down. No, that's how we met Grindr. We met on Grindr,
0: yes. But you messaged me first, and you are like, Hey, Elena, I don't know if you remember me, but I went to school with you. And I was like, you ready to back? <laughs> I was like <laughs> you're like, you're like, I went to school with you, this and that. And I was like, who are you? Like, really? Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's like, So you messaged me. And you're, like, um, you're like, yeah, I went to school with you, blah, blah. blah. And then you told me you're like, I'm going to give you my dead name. You remember me right away. Uh-huh. And I was like, OK, what is it? And as soon as you said it, I was like, no fucking way. And that's when I grew even more infatuated with you because I was like, I gotta meet the new you. Yeah, cause and yeah, and that's so. What was... What's
1: your first impression on Penelope when I first met you? What did we first do? I forget. We went
0: to go BJs, I think.
1: Oh, we did, and I forgot my ID. And
0: like... you wore like the big ass heels, but you were sickening. So yeah. when I first met you as a girl, <laughs> I'm like the first, um, the first few minutes I was trying to like put. I was like trying to see like the old you, but mm-hmm. I couldn't. It was the most trippiest thing ever, because, like, whenever I, like, meet a trans girl, and I know they're trans, I'm always looking for the boy in them.
1: I feel that. You're always, trying to... I'm You're, like, like <laughs> low-key trying to clock them, like... Yeah.
0: But the thing is, because I knew you as a boy. Yeah. So, I was sitting I was, like, trying... I'm trying to, like... I'm trying to, like, find, like... I'm trying to find him in her.
1: Let me just give you guys a visual on what I look like as a boy. So, I'm... You tough. had braces as a boy, didn't no, you? No, I didn't. Oh, you did. So, you know, a girl's working on herself right now, but... I was well. I am six feet. I've always kind of been tall, slim, like athletic or whatever, and um, you know, just it was. I just kept it really simple. Like I didn't really do too much, but I think it was the spiky hair that really caught her interest because she just. Made a little <laughs> I bit of- love it.
0: <laughs> that's what really caught my interest it was that she
1: needed a little danger in her life she needed this i was dressing like a skater boy a skater no. boy literally <laughs> i'm
0: playing it back and it really was a spiky hair that caught my interest because no one had it like you no one did it like you did like, you
1: like ex- like experience any like homophobia in middle school yes from fucking alberto Okay, I I did too. I don't remember their names because they were just irrelevant to me. Alberta but. was a
0: guy with like the buzz cut all the time. Mm. So it was in the boys' locker room. Um, I had, I, my, I had my locker on the bottom floor. I would
1: get bullied there
0: too. Yeah, and so um, I was opening my locker and he like dragged my backpack and he like pulled me into the middle of the fucking locker mm. room. So you know the locker room was kind of like this, right? Yeah. And then like inside, just like this spacious. So that he would drag me from the my locker and pull me to the middle and just left me there.
1: Yeah, the school was Johnson, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> I knew him. I knew. It's funny because I knew him. All my entire fucking like middle school, uh-huh. freshman year. And then junior year or senior year, him when I got really interesting with each other Ooh. and then did you he... guys hook up no but he would always um, we, we sat next to each don't other lie. in class <laughs> we didn't <laughs> don't try it sister but we, we sat next to each other in class mm-hmm. you know how they're like the, cla- the table's were, like two seats together mm-hmm. we sat two cut together and he would always we and him would always be like kind of flirty with each mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. and then we got each other on snapchat and he started to like tell me like how much he thought I was so pretty and he was like he like send me snaps every day just as I just see exclusive you. and so I was kind of like it's so crazy how he went full circle how like the guy that kind of like is in my head as, like, my bully from, like... Which is, well,
1: my... So, you had interest in me, but then your interest moved on to Alberto, right? So, should I be a little offended? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, only if Alberto became a girl now. But, like,
0: he's very much a man still, but... So, from what
1: you can remember, do you prefer the old me or the new me? Because I'm still fuckable either way.
0: I mean... What I, like, prefer as in how, like, looks-wise, dating-wise, like.
1: <sighs> well, are you attracted to women? No. Not at all. So,
0: like, the only interest I have in you now is kind of just, like, a friendship.
1: So, would you say, like, how my. Oh, per- I'm getting interviewed. This is so great. Yeah. This, so, this, this my.
0: This have reverse.
1: <laughs> I like this. Okay, yeah. Okay, so my. Because I know you're into, like, white boys. Your man right now yes, is a white boy. Yes, 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 yes. I'm not a white boy, but you at the time you
0: looked very white. So latina. <laughs> you, you were you looked very I look white because you were so pale. pale. Okay, and like. At that school, all, like, the, the Hispanics were, like, darker. Yeah. You were, like, Hispanic, but you were very much, like...
1: So nothing has changed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everything has changed, honey. Everything has changed. Right. Yeah. Like, if you were, like, asking me, like, interested in dating-wise, then I would I would have to decline because I'm not into girls. Now, if we went back in time and you still, like, you know, were a boy, then I'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, I like that um first impression wise um i would i wasn't done um i was like trying to put the old face yeah. with the new face and i couldn't Cause I,
1: I definitely felt a little bit like not judgy but you were trying to like promiscuous, like you were trying to figure out like because it who was my sitting with because it was just so interesting it was the biggest
0: trip for me because like i'm i the last time you and i spoke i remember you this way mm-hmm. years later
1: now you're this and i'm kind of like Sitting there, I'm trying to, like, okay, like... She I'm- did, like, a full body scan, like, looked me up and down, and, like, a whole, like, profile came yeah. up on me. She because, like, <laughs> if I had
0: just met you as Penelope, I'd have been like, oh, great, you know, but because I knew you already before as this, some yeah. guy... You were this, you're this person that I fucking hated. Yeah, I was like, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. And then later, now it's kind of like... Hey, like it's I, I it's like I'm I'm having to give this person like a fresh new plate, a fresh right. start. Because like this is a new person. I'm getting to know you as Penelope now. And it's kind of like I'm looking at you and I'm like, I'm trying to find him in her, but I just can't. But even
1: though like we were friends back in middle school, I don't really necessarily feel we had somewhat of a connection where we were like
0: besties. Because we didn't, because yeah. we were more so like kind of like I was resentful towards you because I wanted yeah. to
1: be with you. But even but you now Riley over me. But even now I feel like You obviously have your own thing going on now, you know. I mean, even from when we stopped talking or when I decided that I was going to move or whatever, I've always followed you. Like, I've always, you know, kept up with your transition because at the end of the day, I grew up in the OG, OG time. Like, the first Chinese I was ever to know of was you, you know. So, like, it wasn't always, like... It wasn't you, you were not just some stranger. Like I felt like you were my best friend, you know, that I could talk to. But I just like that we never had that sense of like communication because I definitely feel like you and I both could have came up together and like at the end of the day, like you have a genuine friendship here, you know, like you're not somebody that you met in the social media light or like the tranny world, you know, like I'm someone that you met before you were who you were, you know, yeah. so. I would never judge you, like I would never, you know, call you out of your name. Because at the end of the day, like we're both the same person. We both have not that maybe the same upbringing, but we just, you know, like we're both trans. You know, we both know what it's like.
0: And it just it it for me because like I felt like when I met you, you were already like transition, and I felt like I missed all the good years. Well, Do you know what I mean. So I, like my baby years. But yeah. let me just tell but those you, those like, like the best years. So like that's like sounded like when you're figuring those years out. I would have loved to have been there to been like Okay, so here's what
1: I did. My mother.
0: Yeah, that would have been so fun for me because right. I documented all my entire transition. So, like, when I miss, time to just like, I miss out on the good years, I the feel fun that. years,
1: you know? But if it makes you feel better, I'm only one surgery in. Um, I've only been transitioning for, like, five, six years, you know? So, I mean, I'm definitely taking my time with my transition, but I mean, as far as, like, you know, my mental or even, like, surgery you know, referrals. Like, I know I can always come to, you, you yeah. know? I mean, I only have two things for my body. And period.
0: I'll give you the referral for We this. just got it like that. Yeah, uh-huh. but... Um tell me, catch me up on like the timeline of your search of like your transition because like after you left eighth grade. Everything
1: like girl, everything so, okay.
0: catch me up. So you went to freshman year at a different school, and then at what point did you like transition?
1: So the precious thing about my transition is that I always knew I was a woman. Like a girl, woman, whatever you want. Like at the time I knew I was a girl. Um, you said you were confused at middle school. I was always confused. I was always, there There was nobody my age besides Elena, but Elena, like, you didn't really come up until like. I was kind of cross dressing
0: for a little yeah, bit in seventh were. grade and then cross dress some more in eighth grade yeah. and then freshman year, cross dress some more. Sophomore year, I started to go to school every day as like. A girl. I think that... year started
1: hormones in junior year. Okay, and then period. she got my name changed in junior year. Okay, so I think, like, that was around the time that I knew... Like, I knew I wanted to be trans. Like, I, I watched you and a couple of other girls that were, like, very OG. And I just was like, okay, now that I can finally, like, pinpoint a name to it, like, I know that this is who I am. Because I never really... The only reason why I came out as gay was because... I feel like everyone around me was, like, pressuring me. They were questioning me. Like, I've always been very feminine, flamboyant, And everyone just always was on my neck about, like, what are you? What are you? And I'm like... I don't even know. So when I decided that I was gonna come out as trans was after high school because I just didn't want the pressure of like everybody at school judging me. I do wanna say I did pull a card out of your book. I did go to prom dressed up. So <gasps> I had Oh, a- that's so precious. I had you a-
0: have those memories to hold it back on. No girl,
1: I look busted. So Wait, you as a
0: girl or as a boy?
1: Well, at I'm- the time that I dressed up for prom mm-hmm. you were giving like what you order like the picture that you see and i was getting very much like sheen like what you receive like <laughs> expectations and then reality yeah. girl but so, i mean it's
0: cute because like yeah it's a, you went to high school prom as a girl so it's kind of just as like who i am as uh-huh. who i truly felt
1: who i was because you
0: get to do prom once your entire once, life and sometimes and I did twice it. yeah but I mean, like I you wish... did it as that so it makes me so i didn't even yeah. know i didn't know that's so cute yeah. i
1: love that and i mean that was like a moment for me that i like got to show like my class you know that this is like who i am and how was the reaction with that <sighs> it was like very mixed it was me walking into the prom so was this the
0: first time i never saw you I was kind of like Penelope or were, you, or were you like dressing up like a
1: few days before that And or no, well, that like did introduction
0: Penelope? It was
1: kind of an introduction even after prom like I still went to school like as a boy like. But, oh
0: so you were as a boy for the whole year and then on prom you decided to just
1: go out well I would do like my makeup okay. I was very like expressive with like the way that I looked in school I would wear like I would just change it up I was always like I was just trying to figure out who the fuck I was and like what stuck for me because I went through so many like hair changes outfit changes trying to figure out what looked best on me and I was attractive as a male like not gonna lie Bitch, I know
0: (laughs) I mean I think I know I'm the first person who would know that
1: but um yeah i mean that was just like a a defining moment for me that i was like okay this is what i'm gonna do and yeah so after high school is when i really started to transition um i was already doing like the hair the makeup i'm a makeup artist so i got to experiment a lot with my look and i think that that was like a gateway to help me find who i was and which was beautiful but um I just kind of, like, started doing my own thing. My parents, like, weren't really with it. They kind I, I grew up in a very, like, traditional old school, like, Hispanic household. So, like, there was definitely judgment. And I could see, like, my mom just really wanted to protect me. But she didn't realize she was only hurting me by having me, like, you know, hide who I was, not letting me be who I was. So, um... I think it was just from like, you know, my inspirations and people that I watched growing up that I just gained this mentality of like, I don't care about what people say. I'm just going to have to do what I do because it's what makes me happy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, how was your like start to transition? So, let's say there's a bunch of people who are
0: watching that are like, okay, eighth grade youth. Like,
1: just wanted like,
0: okay. And they're like, is this is what I am. Okay. How do I even begin to do this? How do we even start to, like, I don't have parent support. How would I even start this? Okay. What would your advice be to them? Because, you may not have had a trans mom. Right. These girls don't have trans moms. So, like, I want you to kind of, like, because I've been interviewing so many porn stars and how to get (laughs) to sex work and all that, but, like, I haven't really interviewed anyone that for kind of just, like, transition purposes, which is kind of, like, my audience is kind of just, like, baby trans girls who haven't even transitioned yet and they don't even know how to start and, like, I want you to kind of, like, be that trans mom for them. So kind of guide, like, your very start and what your advice would be for the ones who are, like... Basically, what would you tell 8th grade you who's at home confused, like, what do I do?
1: You're strong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How would you help him? Okay. Her.
1: So I would just... Well, first, I would just like to start off right away. I didn't have anybody to really help push me or guide me into becoming who i wanted to be and nowadays i feel like it's just so easy you can literally go on youtube and find all these you know beautiful women online just kind of talking about their story but i would just say if you know that this is something that you really want to do do it like i knew from like being four years old like wanting to dress up as a princess like that this is who i wanted to be you know and and if i feel like that's who you truly want to be like why are you you know asking for validation of other people you know you should be asking yourself is this you know who you see yourself as and and if it is then you know just do it like don't think about it i mean i will say like becoming trans there has been a lot of obstacles that have came about that have made me so uncomfortable you know that have definitely changed my life and and at times have brought me into a shell because you know of what other people think getting looked at differently and um you know i think it's just really being kind to yourself and and knowing you know who you are as a person i mean we're always like evolving and growing but that's, like, something you can, like, pinpoint, like, you know, from the start. You know, did you always know right away?
0: I always knew that I enjoyed, like, feminine things. Like, I remember being in fifth grade, like, trying on, like, synthetic extensions. So it was
1: even before you started transitioning, right? Yeah, I was, okay. like, into
0: feminine things. I found guys more attractive. And whenever mom and dad, they knew something was wrong, so they would always ask me, like, John, they was wrong. they're like, John, like, what are you, like? Do you have a girlfriend yet?
1: You're like, let me fix the screw back there. They're like, do you
0: like girls? Like (laughs) boys? And my answer was always, mom, I don't like anyone. I'm just into myself right Mm -hmm. now. That's kind of just like me. Because even though they're really supportive, I always felt uncomfortable talking about that. Because I knew the the answer they wanted from me. Right. But that wasn't the answer I could give them. Mm -hmm. So I knew that. So I just felt uncomfortable. I was like, no, I don't want to talk about it. It's fine. I don't want to address this. Right. But I was always into like feminine things and I just thought it was gay. Right. I was like, oh, I'm gay then. I'm gay then. Cause like I'm definitely not straight. And then that's again like how the same way you kind of just like, oh, there's people, there's a word for it. Right. I then found the word for it and I was like, oh. So
1: who did you first like know of that was trans? Angela
0: Vanity. Okay. So I saw her and I was like, okay, well, she's dressing up like me as blah well, blah blah. And then I don't I forgot who came out as trans, but um then I met Eden. And she was like, "Oh, let me help you transition." Right. And so Eden kind of like got me on, but then I had also known Victoria before too. So I knew Victoria first. You we know everybody. I knew, <laughs> yeah, I knew Victoria first. When I knew Victoria, she was already transitioned. And then later I met Eden, and then that's when Eden was kind of, Eden was kind of, kind of like, "Here's where you go. You're mm-hmm. gonna come here. Talk to this doctor. That's your transition this and that." She kind of was like my trans mom. Eden's my trans mom. Right. But um, she helped me through my whole entire transition. Um, but yeah, I kind of knew I was always like. There's something wrong with me up here. Like, I wasn't fully straight. I didn't... I wasn't straight at all. Not mm. once was I ever, like, into girls. I just knew, like, I'm into dudes. Like, I saw you and I was like, I want that, <laughs> you know?
1: I think, like, the most rewarding thing for me, like, going through my transition alone. Because I don't really have a lot of girlfriends. But it helped, like, instill this confidence inside of me that I don't really feel like anybody can really take away from me. I mean, your transition is your journey, your life, like don't compare your life to anybody else's like when i first started transitioning there were beautiful girls out there the girls with surgery already and Not that I, like, ever compared myself to them, but I just knew that, like, that is where I want to be one day, you know? So, use that as, like, your inspiration. Never be a hater. Like, always be somebody who always looks up to somebody because you want to be a better version of yourself. So, my journey has... It's honestly, like, it hasn't been the easiest, but it's not the toughest. And just know that, you know, there's a purpose for you here and... Yeah. So, how did you start
0: getting on hormones? Because you can't just go to a store and buy them. Right. How did you get... Like, who did you go? What did you... What,
1: what kind of research did you do to find a doctor? Like... That's a good question. The very cause, baby steps. Because, honestly, know? I think it was just... What was it? I didn't even... I think it was, like, first my prim- my primary care doctor. That's who I went to. So, if you... If you have a private insurance, or even if you have, like, Medi-Cal, just make sure you're talking to your primary care doctor, because that's the person who... That's how I went about it, too. Right, because that's... My doctor. Because you obviously, like, need to get a physical... You, They want to, like, talk to you, get to know you, you know? Like, make sure that you're not trying to... Because I know, I know girls who just want to get on hormones because of, like, the feminine effects, you know? Like, not necessarily fully transition or see themselves as a trans woman. But, um... I just went to my primary care doctor. They referred me to an endocrinologist. So I got as well, yeah. And I was already, like, presenting as female. So the doctor just was talking to me, asking me, you know, personal questions. And these were questions that, not that I was, like, nervous about. Like, they are, like, I already knew the answer in the back of my head. So, because I was so certain on, like, this is, like, who I am and who I'm becoming, he automatically put me on hormones and it started off with pills and low dosage i i recommend starting off low dosage because i mean you want to be the fishiest but at the same time like you want to be like mentally okay you know <laughs> so
0: did they ever put you in therapy because i know a lot no. of times they're like okay we're gonna you in therapist first to make sure you're really trans
1: before no. we fuck up your whole like you know humanity. they they did ask me to but they sent me to like So, I I want to call it, like, the greenhouse, like, the place where, like, all, like, the LGBT community, like, it was, like, a, it wasn't, like, an actual therapist or a counselor, um, it was just, like, I could pay, like, $20 to talk to somebody and they can, like, refer me, like, to get my hormones, like, it wasn't, like, anything official that they were trying to, like, deep dive inside me, but... Personally, like, now that I'm, like, getting older and I'm more aware of, like, what I have been going through through my transition and seeing, like, the newer, you know, like, girls wanting to transition, I do recommend it. Because I feel like nowadays, like, you see everything on social media and I feel like people just get confused and sometimes they transition for attention, so.
0: I think they transition for the boys. You did not know? No, I think they do because I, I see, like... You look at social media now. You, know, see, you see all like the little gay boys are like, "Oh, I want straight guys, but I clearly can't get them because I'm a guy." Mm-hmm. But these trans girls are getting all these straight boys, so I become a girl. So let, me ask, it's not for let them, me ask you a question. And then later they transition.
1: Do you take offense to somebody who wants to transition and like off the bat is like, "I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing that." Like, do you get offended or do you like? Like, what do you
0: mean? Like, doing what? Like, as far as like, I want to do this or I am doing this. And if so, what are they doing?
1: So, let me, like, use my <coughs> experience as an example. Yes. So, I had a girlfriend at the time, and um, we were, like, best friends, and she was actually the reason that, like, you know, helped me to come out as gay. Well, not that, like, I needed help to come out as gay, because, bitch, I'm not gay, I'm trans, but, <laughs> um, you know, she, she gave me, like, that confidence boost or whatever, and when I started transitioning, she would, like, to say comments like, oh, I want to, like, start taking hormones because... I want to, like, grow boob tissue or I want to grow, like, I want to, you know, less facial hair or whatever the case is, you know. But it was never for the, for the, she never said for the fact that she is a woman or she wants to become a woman because this is who she, like, feels like. Have you ever experienced that or does that get, does that offend you?
0: Not really because if anyone's taking hormones, I'm going to assume it's because you want to be a girl. Right. But if they're, like, taking, like, oh, I want to get on hormones too for these reasons but then stay male, then I kind of just, like than like just be male and get a boob job. But so, I mean, like, what do you
1: what do you call uh what do you say about a female or someone who is transitioning but calls themselves a chick with a dick? What do you consider that? I mean if they're transitioning to be a girl then I think that they are chicks with dicks. You know what but I mean? But if they introduce themselves as or not like introduce themselves but they make a comment like that. Or they go out in public and they say, Oh my dick is big like what do you think about that?
0: Um, to each their own <laughs> obviously If you are transitioning and you are a trans woman, then you have the right to say that. Do I think it's classy? Absolutely not. Because if you're gonna present yourself as a woman, obviously be that. Right. But I mean, like, if you are trans, you you can say that. If you are on hormones, you can say that because you're part of the freaks now. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, like I'm like, you're part of the freak club. You're part of the freak show. show. Yeah, it's kind of like (laughs) you want to fucking like. Show everyone about how freaky you really are. I can't stop you because you're you're part of the club now. Now, if you weren't transitioning and you were kind of just, like, cross-dressing and you're like, I'm a chick with a dick, then I'd be like, technically, you look like a chick with a dick, but you aren't because you're still a dude. So I wouldn't be offended by it, but then it's kind of like...
1: I do just a little bit, just because I'm like, girl, like, we really go through it, especially taking, like, HRT, like that really hits you know so just for anybody also who wants to transition like just make sure you you know you have support and even if you don't just do things that are going to battle your better your mental because it does get lonely you know your emotions are up and down so
0: i feel like i'd be more offended if it was kind of like a cross-dresser okay being like oh my god like well, being i do trans, think, i have so I, much struggles I like i think struggled this, this as like that and i'm kind of just like but you're not like right. you dress up on like a certain hour to an, and you take it off at the end of the day. So you're not really like understanding the struggle of what it's like to like go through a transition. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. Then I'd be offended. But like. That's why I would get offended. Yeah. Though, like so. if it was just kind of like a cross dresser, but telling everyone like, oh my God, like my being trans sucks. Like mm. I get this. I get bullied. I'm just kind of like, I mean, you get bullied too, but it's not right. for being trans, bitch, it's because <laughs> you're fucking cross dressing. And that's so the v- 80s. Like you're in hosiery, bitch. Like
1: what do you think about cross dressers?
0: I think cross-dressing is kind of like... Like, they do it for fun or they kind of... Because here's the thing. I cross-dressed at one point when I was younger. But that was because I was, like, finding myself, you know?
1: Um, At some point, we all do. Yeah.
0: So it's kind of like, for me, I think cross-dressing is okay if you're, like... It's, it's, like, a gateway to, like, transitioning and finding who you are. But people who just... See, I get torn between cross-dressing and drag. Because, like, they're both the same thing. We're kind of, like, they both get dressed up as the opposite gender and they go about their life the only difference is one's performing <laughs> and one's doing it very extravagantly the other is just doing it on like an everyday day-to-day basis
1: but giving you sissy boy realness <laughs>
0: yeah so I'm kind of just like i mean i'm not i mean like obviously it's kind of like i make fun of it a lot i'm kind of like you fucking crap dresser <laughs> <Literally>. you know <laughs> but like i don't really have any like like when it comes to, when it comes down to, it, I'm not kind of like over here like cross dressing hater. Right. I'm, I'm not hating cross dressing. I'm just like do what you want to do, but it's kind of like it's like obviously it doesn't bother me. It's like they don't they're not doing anything to bother me. But it's kind of like we have our opinions on it. I think yeah. it's kind of like whenever I see a cross dresser, I'm like, babe, you are going to transition in a few years. You might as well do it now.
1: I feel like I feel like if I would have <laughs> known you at the time where I was cross, the first time I had ever wore wig. <laughs> No, it wasn't. It oh. W- so it was before coming. It was coming. I, think, <laughs> I think it was, like, my sophomore year, junior year. It was Halloween. And at this point, I was so rebellious. I do not care what nobody said to me. My parents couldn't tell me nothing. I dressed up as a bunny for Halloween. A oh, playboy
0: bunny? <laughs> and you bet you didn't... No, it was, it was, it was about- like,
1: a ghetto, like, hood wrap, like, bunny. Like, she was wearing, like, the denim distressed, like, black short. It was... It was not. It was cross. It was giving cross dressing for sure. But that was like the first time Halloween was like the ever like the first time. But it was a cute moment for sure. That was the first time I've ever cross dressed.
0: And so when you did it, what did that do for you up here? It because that was your first time, like, like you know what, being the opposite gender. What what did that do for you to swipe? We're like, oh my god, I like this.
1: I was with friends at the time people who made me feel empowered especially when i dressed up because i feel like at the time i wasn't like the only one that was out and about because my friend at the time was as well but they just like brought me like the sense of confidence they accepted me so it was actually like a high school kickback party like nothing but straight boy like it was school like it was me going to a party of like not no strangers whatsoever um At the time, I would say kind of made me feel good, obviously, in the sense of, like, I'm getting to dress how I want, how I feel. Um, It didn't—as far as, like, how I—I wasn't uncomfortable. I don't think I was uncomfortable the night of. I think I was just so in my own world and so happy that I was finally— In my truth, wearing my thigh-high boots and everything. I don't even know how long my weave was. I think it was, like, 26, 30 inches. But she was giving a blonde moment, for sure.
0: What was the reaction like from your male classmates when you walked into that kickback as a fucking
1: hood bunny? (laughs) As a hood bunny? Yo, yo, yo. They're
0: like, Uh, (laughs) yo, is that who I think it is?
1: Honestly, I don't think they knew to begin with, because she was pretty, not gonna lie. Well, she is pretty. (laughs) But, um it was dark so like you know she looks better with the lights off um but i think it was kind of more like is that a dude like (laughs) yo that's a dude like and you can hear them and i'm like yeah i'm a you know like i'm a man like what the hell like you know so i'm just like don't make me feel uncomfortable more than i already am but I didn't really talk to my class. I talked to who I was comfortable with. I was on a cheer team in high school, so I stuck with my cheer team because they were, like, my family. They were, like, who protected me. But my class, I didn't really talk to. I've I've always hated male attention or been intimidated by males because of the reaction that they have always given me. Almost like an insecurity in a sense because it's like, I know I'm tall. I know I'm different. I know you want me, but you can't have me because you got a wife at home or whatever the case is. But it just—it was just always, like, a sense of, like, I know you want to fuck with me, but you're not going to because I know your homie's going to say something about it, you know? Because I was, as a person, I'm, a, like, as a person, I'm very down to earth, very genuine. But, like, when you're meeting somebody who's trans, like that's not in your the back of your mind, like or that's not in your mind. Like that's you're like thinking like you're meeting like a foreign object, basically, you know? So like you don't even take the time to get to know the person until like, you know, like you finally do sit down and you talk and you're like, okay, this person isn't as bad as I thought they were, you know, like they're just like me, you know? So um yeah, I never really talked to my class for that reason. They never really took the initiative to like get to know me as a person. So I only hung around with girls for the most part. So
0: then after the kickback at school, did you get any reaction from like, oh, you should have seen last night. Like, no, it was, cr- it was re- Like, <laughs> he looked crazy. <laughs> like, were the straight guys giving you any kind of, like, negative reaction the day after at school? I
1: never got bullied in high school. Luckily. Mm-hmm. Um, It wasn't that bad. But um there was just always, like, uh, like, a barrier. Like, I was... A sense of, like, me always being, like, uncomfortable. Like, that was it. Like... They may have talked about me and, like, not that I know of. Like, I'm sure that they... Have passed around some of my photos before because you know who doesn't want the cookie. But um, yeah, girl, I was in high school being a little naughty girl. Um, I was way worse. <laughs> I was like a
0: junior, fucking old ass guy, like in their 30s? Girl, uh-huh. let me call my I, mom
1: real quick. I could put
0: so many guys in jail right now, but I'm not going to. Girl,
1: I, I don't even want to talk about it right. Not right now. <laughs> not right now, girl. Um, no, but I just. I always stayed away from the men. Even if they talked about me, like, the girls always protected me, so...
0: I mean, at least had, like, a good, like... So would you say you had, like, a good, like, high school experience then?
1: Yes and no, because...
0: So why yes and no? What was good about it, what I, was not
1: about it? I wish I would have transitioned in high school. I wish a lot of my memories would have been as female, because I do look at my photos, and I... Actually there are no photos of me like bef- like pre-transition because i look at them and i'm like this is not who i am like i can't even like look back and be like wow what a moment you know like,
0: I'm like i have tons let me show you <laughs> am i taking photos of you like across the feet i'm like Literally. taking snapping photos so i
1: mean you. if you like if you have personally taken a photo of me before pre- pre-transition that's probably like the only photo you'll ever see of me but yeah just um what are the pros and cons not really like taking my experience in high school like a normal high schooler should i feel like i was in a sense scared um because i didn't want people to look at me in a certain light even though at some point i already started becoming that i knew even then when i was experimenting with my outfits and the different hair changes like that's not who i was you know so i definitely went through a lot of cringe stages like Mm -hmm. hair like man bun like different color hair literally so So, so, i mean pros and cons pros i mean there wasn't really any the cons are just not being able to be my true authentic self um and not really being able to enjoy like the full high school experience Mm -hmm.
0: So after you graduated high school, where did you, how did you become trans and independent? What did you have to do for work now?
1: Okay, so I started working at the age of sixteen. Um, I grew up like not I didn't have like the most privilege. Um, you know, like we kind of like you know paycheck to paycheck kind of moment. So growing up. I just was like, you know what? I'm going to start working. I'm going to start hustling and paying for my own things, pay for my own makeup. And that's kind of how I started getting into makeup, like started working because I knew I was getting into makeup and it's expensive and this is what I wanted to do. Um, But even after high school, I was just working. I was working like regular jobs. I think I worked like at a Taco Bell at once. I worked at a Forever 21.
0: And during these jobs, were you working as... I was working him or her.
1: as him, okay. but I was experimenting with makeup, so I would still show up to work like in a full beat face, and they'd be like, "You need to go take off that lipstick," and I'm like, "You need to shut the fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "That's laws. a lawsuit right there, girl." <laughs> so I better shut That's a hate crime, bitch. Try it again. <laughs> Literally, so um, it wasn't until the first time that I had moved out of my parents' house. So I moved out of my parents' house because of just unfortunate circumstances that it just I wasn't safe um i knew transitioning in the hood like wasn't going to be like the best option for me because girl like i'm not a fighter like i don't like to get you know i don't like confrontation to begin with so i moved out i like hustled um was working like three part-time jobs at once and moved out on my own didn't really work for me and so i was like mid-transition like i was like okay i'm letting my hair grow i'm doing the makeup i'm not at work you know penelope but at home i am and so it wasn't until i moved back into my parents house that i was like this is gonna be a full-blown moment that i'm gonna go full balls to the wall like started changing my wardrobe and i think that this was at like at 19 i'm now 24 so um i
0: transitioned like at 19 then you would say like
1: 18 19 yeah so it wasn't until like yeah like i was 19 years old that i really started going like full balls to the wall even though like i knew way beforehand like this is who i was i was just trying to like keep the peace in my household but when i decided that this is who i was i just started going for it and ever since then like that's all i've ever known
0: so how was it now working because you got into the adult life eventually. i did okay so, so i was a hard how worker the went from that to that
1: so I just want to give myself the credential of, you know, at least attempting to work a real job because at some point, even as Penelope, I did, but the money just wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. But it's not even about the money. It's just the it's just my lifestyle, you know. Like I'm a doll. Like I love the luxe life. Um, I like pretty things, you know, and a beautiful woman. So And you don't get that out like a nine to five, I'll tell you that. You don't, girl. What I make like in a day is what I get like in two weeks. So it just wasn't working out for me. But honestly so i didn't get into the adult life and And how did you get into the adult life uh, it wasn't so the first experience that i've ever actually had so i was still like a boy at the time but i was like getting into transition is when i met your one of your best friends that knew somebody else and I'm not going to give them the platform because they're not relevant to me but she got one of my friends into escorting and that friend was telling my friend group like oh this is what you should do if you're already cross-dressing like this is what you should do like and this is I think before I even knew of like tia this was craigslist days like back
0: page, back page. not not
1: back well is, oh, it it's, okay. is it is it considered back a- back okay page. okay back so that was like that was that and I tried it once and I was like you know what like this isn't for me you know like the guys that are hitting me up are like cringe like disgusting Not welcome to the club (laughs) not now now what I from what I see now like it's completely changed but that was like that was when I was still working my jobs that I had and I didn't know if it was something I really wanted to dabble in so um you know I kind of took a break from it and when OnlyFans first came out I was kind of like I was a little persistent on it because I'm like, everyone's doing it. Um, I mean, I have no problem with, you know, taking sexy pictures, um, you know, showing off a little bit of cleavage because I think that that's how I express myself. Just I'm very beautiful, tall, exotic looking. Like, I want to show that off. Men love it. Right. Yeah, of course. So... Just, it's a fantasy. It is a fantasy. The fantasy that they love. The fantasy, <laughs> girl. Bye. So, um yeah, OnlyFans was like my first dabble into the industry, honestly. And so,
0: did you ever like when you escorted? What was your experience like with some of the clients? Any
1: like? Okay, so I first started off on OnlyFans, and that was when I kind of was like only promoting on my Instagram, um, getting like my deal to like subscribe to my only fan. Just kidding. <laughs> Cause you know like <laughs> I'm fucking function, you're like, hey, subscribe Literally. to my <laughs> Not even that, but you know, there's some people that are out there that want to see the good goods. Um you never know, you'd be surprised. Like there's some be there'd be some people surprise me. There there are some He pe- surprised me. There are some people fucking from high years. school yeah. from high school like subscribing to my shit and I'm like, oh but actually One of the reasons why or how I kind of started getting into the game, I'm not going to say it was you, but you gave me a tip and your tip was I put my ad up for my OnlyFans and that's exactly what I did. You move it around. I, that's exactly what i did so even when i went and to- then do you ever
0: get messages on only friends being like hey are you still in the city exactly because they found you through your ad
1: so it was working for me like when i first put my ad up i put my only fans and i was getting subscribers like left and right so even like when i would get like flown out to miami like i had a sugar daddy out there and every time i was out there like i would switch the location because i'm like I could still work out here You know Like I could maybe See somebody Like I'm out here For a fun trip Like who doesn't Want to get drunk And get fucked after So I was like Hoping you know Some cute guy Would hit me up Or whatever But I would Like I would move cities And, and I would get Different calls And people from Around the world Basically And so I do have Some subscribers From like Houston And from you know Miami yeah. and you My are, ad's like...
0: right now In Scottsdale <laughs> It's in Arizona <laughs> that, That's where the money's at girl. Yeah
1: Scottsdale. My ad is
0: in Scottsdale Or somewhere in Arizona It's parting in U of A
1: <laughs> I'm taking a trip out there yeah. is that how she went to like Alabama and Tennessee so like, I
0: went to Alabama because I had so don't move your ad out to Alabama because they're all <laughs> <laughs> don't move your ad to Alabama I went out there and I went I was going move my ad there in Alabama but then later when I saw like the homophobic? girls there there's like no one working there so mm. I was like there's gonna be no clients here Right. plus in Alabama I was kind of just like there's everyone's like you need it it's best. oh hillbilly yeah it's best to be somewhere where it's like city vibes because right. people are always flying in and out in and out you want someone that's like built up because those are all hotels right of people that are touring around but alabama's kind of just like face space out and land mm-hmm. you're gonna have someone here acres of land and your neighbors that person so like the chance of anyone seeing your ad is so small, opposed to kind of just like a hotel room. You have this person on like there's ten people on one floor, second floor, third floor. So you have all those options to pick from. But like Alabama, somewhere where there's it built out, pointless. But
1: it's dry. Yeah,
0: I was out there for an ex boyfriend, not necessarily to move my ad. But when I was out there, I would move my ad to like big cities around okay. there. It. it's kind of like I, I move my ad I, to a lot. Um, I move my ad to Nashville a lot, and then sometimes like. Just, like, New York City. That's a good tip, honestly. Mm-hmm. It made me some good coin. Yeah, like move your <laughs> ad to big cities where people yeah. are always touring in and out of.
1: But even, like, when I did put my ad up, like, I did start getting phone calls. Um, and
0: you're like, I'm already here. Might as well. They have a hotel room, and I already have one. Might as well go Look, to it,
1: you know? I've experienced, like, the sugar dating life, the sugar baby life or whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's not like it wasn't anything strange to me you know like i was introduced to it before but like it like i had to question myself like do i want a career or is this something that i'm gonna like really you know dabble in and like kind of take it by its ears and really do it you know so um i mean I do it to, like, pay my bills. I don't do it to, like, hustle. Um, I really only pick, like, the good berries of the bunch because... You're like me,
0: then. I kind of see the full experience. And then I would only see hot guys.
1: I love hot, passionate, sensual sex. Because that's who I am, you know? So, if I can't, like, picture myself having that with, like, someone who, you know, might not be the most attractive, but it's having the top dollar, like, I'll take that L because i just simply cannot do that like i just in order for me to be turned on i cannot do that so just kind of weird to me but yeah i just picked the good berries of the bunch and just have fun with it i mean i'm obviously safe take your precautions um but it's something that is addicting fast money is super addicting so i would just say that You know, use it as a stepping stone to get you to where you really want to be, you know. Have a goal, you know, an end goal. Like, don't be the type of person who just does it to buy luxury stuff because at the end of the day, like... That can come in. go. Fast money goes quickly. It does. And so it's like invested into something, you know. I mean, ask me what I'm investing it into. Probably it couldn't really give you anything because I'm probably not. I'm still young, so I'm having fun. But at the same time, like, I do find it to be very important to start a fucking business or something, you know. So
0: I know a lot of girls, like, they get into the adult life and then they end up getting stuck in it. Because <laughs> of how much money you make overnight. And they're kind of just like, I don't want to fucking go to a regular job after this. Fuck that, you right. know. So, like, do you ever find yourself in that mindset where you're kind of, like, the money is so good and you're like, oh, but I don't like this lifestyle, but now because you made so much money, your bills are a little higher because
1: bills are definitely higher for me that's how
0: it was for me like when i was making money like that i was like i have all this money i'm gonna get a nice place right. oh i'm gonna get a nice car and the later one i was like you know what? i don't want to escort anymore now i have all these high bills i gotta keep up with and i'm like okay, how am i gonna do
1: that i mean make sure you just have an extra income but even like if you're going back to a regular paying job like they're not gonna pay you as much but i think it's just really important to ask yourself like what do you want for yourself because at the end of the day like going into the industry like it's gonna stop a lot for you or
0: what are those examples that could stop for you so i know one of it is dating
1: dating is one that kind of like ruined the relationship i was kind of in not that like he knew i was working but um just like nobody likes the sense of like having a good pretty girl putting herself out like that you know no one
0: likes sharing their partner
1: Exactly, and I don't. I don't even think it's that though. But it's just like a sense of like classiness, like a like I don't want like a an escort as a girlfriend or whatever. Pros I, and cons. Okay. So pros and cons. Um, the one of the cons was finding a new job. So at the time I was working a full time job, I was getting paid commission, hourly bomb. Like I was working on my career, and that was something that I was really like honed on in because at the end of the day, like. I'm not going to be beautiful forever, you know, which I hope so pray to the Lord. Um, But I think it's very important to set yourself up for a long term goal. So I was really focused on my career wanting to become an interior designer. So when I was working at the company I was at, um, unfortunately, the company closed down. So it was time for me to look for a new job. And as I'm looking for a new job, for I I would like to say one of the reasons being is me being trans, but two I where I fucked up is I didn't change my phone number. So when you look up my phone number, my ad is like the first thing you see.
0: You didn't get a second number.
1: I have a different name. I didn't have the second number. So that's what fucked me up in the sense of like I could have had another job already, but I'm sure like when they run my background. So when. You were working, you were using your actual phone number. I was using... You didn't have a second phone I didn't phone. have a second. So Honey,
0: that is exactly where you about.
1: That, tr- that is escorting 101, but... <laughs> you gotta have two phones. You literally do, because... Unless, like, you don't plan on, like, going out and looking for a new job, you know? But that was, like, one thing that, like, kind of stopped... But still,
0: you don't want, like, clients blowing up your personal phone, you know?
1: I mean that's where the money's at. <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: gonna have two I wanna make
1: sure I reply right away. Be like, What's up, baby? <laughs> yeah. But um pros. I remember you're working at the furniture place, remember? I was working at a furniture place and I loved it. I'm such a great salesperson and i just didn't have time for only fans or even like seeing clients so that's one of the reasons why i kind of like honed in on it but when i started like fumbling job interviews it's kind of like when i was like you know what uh-huh. so when i started applying for new jobs and that like fumbling my bag i then decided that this is something that i was gonna start really doing you know that that was gonna really pay the bills Fucking- So pros when it comes to escorting, I would just say, you know, the money is good. It allows you, like, the sense of, like, freedom that, you know, you want to buy, you know, things that you may have wanted when you were, you know, younger. Which now my closet is, like, full of everything I have ever wanted. Um, And I would say, I feel like that was, like, the only, like, pro. Like, you have freedom. The money is good. But the cons are just, like, mental um the money is never consistent so if a bill is coming up and you know it's a slow season like (laughs) so if like the bills are coming up and it's a slow season you know you're definitely not going to you're going to be like stressing about like how am i going to pay the next bill because these tricks ain't hitting me up so um besides that and really kind of just giving up like your professionalism like that's kind of is like what is out the door when it comes to you know escorting and it being a con do you ever
0: regret kind of, like, escorting or no?
1: I regret a lot of things in my life for the sense of I wish I could have a different alternative route in my life, be more professional, be more classy, be more goal-driven and, and more dedicated to, like, my craft and, like, what makes me happy, like a passion. But at the same time, the cards that I was dealt with and the struggles and the obstacles, like... It was, it's, it's something that definitely does help me. So
0: what are some passions that you have that kind of like, you felt like escorting took away from
1: that? I would say, well, one escorting because it is easy money. And, um, you know, it gave me like a freedom to basically like go out and do, you know, whatever I wanted to do. I wasn't really giving myself like that discipline to really like hone in onto you know, what is important and what I should be doing to be able to, like, build myself up long term. So I would just say... Like, what did you feel like escorting held you back from? Escorting just help like, escorting just holds me back from allowing me to really be more disciplined. And I was, you know, studying to be an interior designer. And because life is just so easy as an escort, like, I just don't think of long-term more than I do short-term. Because it's so easy for me to, like, make money in such a short amount of time and do something, you know, short-term. Like, get my boobs done, get a new surgery, whatever the case is, you know, buy a car. Um... But it doesn't like set me up long term and what's going to, you know, bring generational wealth. Because I think that that's what I want for myself, especially coming from a family that wasn't so fortunate that that's what I want to bring into my life. But I kind of struggle with like back and forth if I should continue or not, because I'm at a time in my life. I am young. I'm 24, you know, but it it also is important to really start working hard on to something that's, you know, going to.
0: Yeah, (laughs) to me, it kind of held me back on kind of just like doing hair because after I got out of like Cosmo school, rather than like all my classmates, they kind of went to like do work in a salon, do hair. And then for me, I went to escorting. So now I'm like watching all of my classmates kind of like have their clientele and everything. And I'm like, fuck, like that could have been me. That could have been me because like, but in the time, like I got lost in like escorting and I was like, Ugh. You're making like three hundred per client doing hair. Like I'm making that much times two for one client. You little bitch. Like this is like forever. Yeah, it's not forever. But then that's where I regret it. It's because now it's kind of like, now that I'm done escorting, all of my friends are like having their regular clients with hair, Mm -hmm. and they're like booked months ahead. They're like, there's a more open slot, and I'm like. That really could have been me. Like I went to school, got my license, and for what? Just to get into sex work, a, right. an occupation that requires fucking nothing. And I mean, you can still dabble into it. And that's a, It's that's just like, like the, I just felt. I feel like I, I feel like I'm so far behind compared to the ones that I went to school with. That's embarrassing. I'm right. just like, no. You're ahead in certain you know areas in your life, but when it definitely does come to career wise, like and longevity wise, like they do have the upper hand. Like like I'm ahead as far as kind of just like I'm living a much more luxury life than them. Right, but. They have the upper hand as far as kind of, like, they have a, re- a career that they can, like, rely on. Like, if I get back into hair now, I have to build clientele again. And that's they the hardest They can depend
1: part. on their talent. And although you yeah. have a talent, it just might be rusty to the point where it's, like, finding new clients is maybe going to be a little bit more difficult Because the
0: one thing about hair is kind of, like, building a list of clientele to come back.
1: That's really hard to do. And this is some real shit. So, like, even for y'all who are watching, mm-hmm. like... I think it's just really important to really know what you want to do, especially when you transition. And think about
0: long-term goals. Long-term. The thing is, trans girls, they don't really, like, they don't think about that. They kind of just think, like, in the moment, like, oh, my God, I'm making so much money at once. It's fast money. But you don't, you, do you really want to be, like, fucking 37 still being a sex worker? And
1: I do not. And then your competitions are, like, what, 20-year-olds? Exactly. You don't want that. And you don't want to be known as somebody who's been in the force forever and what i will say also is the force being the force forever (laughs) (laughs) this kind of goes back into like one of the pros of sex working and just being a trans woman is yes it does help when it comes to you know saving up money to for a new surgery like me working a regular job like i could never like i could never you know afford the money or have the money to be able to save up for a breast augmentation like and if i did it would probably just take me longer than you know than me being a sex worker and so you know i don't want to go into work presenting as like this person but looking at like this person you know like i want to come correct i want to look great so i think that was also one of the reasons why i really dabbled into it because i knew it was going to help me pay for my surgeries that the job at the time i was working wasn't going to
0: and that's a lot of the reason why a lot of these young girls get into escorting, because here's how it goes you're freshly transitioned. You don't look good. You're, You're know, like, how
1: am I gonna get this? How am I gonna get that?
0: You don't want to go to work looking like that. You don't want to be seen looking like that. So, you go get a job where people kind of pay for that, kind of like transition beginner. You know, the beginning <laughs> transition era. <laughs> like the people who, like who like that the newly freshly trans baby girls. And so, you make money from that. You make all the coin to get the searches that you want. And then once you're there and you're done, you're like, ooh, now I'm making so much money. I can get this done again. I can get a revision on this. I can do this now. And it's kind of like you're constantly in that mindset of kind of like enough is never enough. Because when you make it that easy, you're like, I can like, like oh, my God, my my car payment, 400 That's one client. Easy. You know, and it's kind of like when bills are that easy to like pay, it's kind of like, okay, so that means like in like, If I save for, like, a month, I can get enough money for, like, a new FFS. Right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of, like... So it's easy to be able to get yourself to where you want to be transitional-wise. But then it's also really easy to be
1: caught up in it as well. Exactly. And it's really
0: hard to walk away from that. So, like... you
1: just want to buy, like, a luxury bag. And you want to buy this when you necessarily don't mm -hmm. need it. And that's not the reason why you really got into it, you know?
0: And then, like, exactly. Like, your main reason to get into it was... For your surgeries. And then once you get it, you're like, oh, but now I have this little money.
1: And I want to be like this person. And I see that this person has this. I and- was just gonna say that. Yeah. You see
0: all these other girls now being like top elite escorts, and you're like, I want that bitches. Like that's how that's how it was for me. Yeah. I saw fucking Bianca's life and I was like, I want that. I wanna be Bianca. <laughs> I was like, I want that. I want that life. I want everything she has. And so like I had her mentor me, and then mm-hmm. once I became like that escort, I was kind of like I'm getting out of this because right. like this is gonna stop me from like finding love and like deep down like i wanted love i uh-huh. wanted like a family i didn't want to be a sex worker
1: forever and so got out of that but well, this bitch got lucky because she got some slippers on the floor right here that say dad and i'm like <laughs> she got herself a daddy with some kids with a little family doll. i need one <laughs>
0: but yeah and so like, i got out of it and like i can tell you right now like if i was like still an, an escort like, this wouldn't have been presented to me. Because
1: your mentality is still different. Your mentality is, I want to work, I want to work, I want to mm-hmm. do this, you know? And that's exactly where I'm at. And, I mean, I stopped escorting for somebody, and it didn't go anywhere, so I was like... So, what was that like? Because my
0: my partner, like, he... Well, he's in the industry. Yeah, he does porn.
1: How Have you had the conversation with him as to, like, how would you feel if I was still a working girl? Like, I was, mean, he
0: wouldn't like it. So, like... Okay. Um, we've talked about him like... Because he
1: doesn't work, right? He doesn't escort; okay. he just does porn. Okay.
0: And the thing with him is kind of just like, he doesn't like porn because... I mean, he doesn't like escort because there's no accountability. Account... Say it for me, I can't say Accountability? It. I can't say that. <laughs> I can't say cosmetology. Cosmetology. I I can't say it yeah. either. So he doesn't like, um, S-word because there's no... Right accountability and with and that porn vocabulary word yeah, of the day <laughs> exactly. But for porn, there is because there's more than one people in the room. There's a like cameraman, so like you can always like make sure there's another set of eyes on you. But with there's, escorting, a, there's, there's like a sense you of YouTube.
1: professionalism, yes. you know, so you know you're going in there to make a bag. Mm-hmm. I mean, even with escorting, but escorting you can be like. You know, not. It's intimate, right?
0: There's nothing that like you don't know what's going on, and so he's always told me he's like, if you get into escorting, I wouldn't like that only because like with my job doing porn, like there's other people there, there's no intimacy whatsoever. But with escorting and shooting content, it's just you and the and the or the person. Yeah. He's like he doesn't know how I feel about that, but he has told me he's like, if you want to get into porn though, would you? I don't know, but he told me that if I wanted to porn, he would allow that and let me because he knows what it's like on set and how professional it really is. And he's like, therefore I wouldn't really mind because like, he understands like a lineup, like, right professionalism yes opposed to, like escorting mm-hmm. but he has escorted before and that's how he knows like the world the world and how he's like it's not as like it's you don't it's intimate exactly. like you don't know what's
1: going on be- behind closed doors he doesn't feel comfortable with me doing that just don't like a, don't let a man define you as an escort because it also takes like a sense of like respect away it I now mean, what do you mean by
0: define you as an escort I mean, already, like,
1: meeting a trans woman off the bat, like, people have, like, their impressions, you know, of, like, their ideology of, like, what they think a trans woman is. And obviously, like, an escort is, like, one of the first things that they think. But at the end of the day, like, how we really hustle is who we really are, you know? So I feel like when it comes to, like, escorting and me trying to make a bag to pay for certain things or even just, like, for survival, you know, I think that it kind of said okay so i i don't really know if i agree with what i'm saying right now but it just like said it has like a sense of like i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna find it how i can because i've already tried the whole work thing you know i've been rejected from jobs before because and so i don't want to ever use it as an excuse because i do see trans women out there working in real lifetime jobs you know but I mean, come on! Like they're probably the most fishiest girls that we've seen, you know. So like,
0: and they didn't get like that from having; they got like that from escorting first, exactly making the money to get to where they are, exactly. and then they once they got to like where their finish line was, where they got where they set their goal was the first job. That, that I behind. the first
1: job that I ever had or recently because I stopped working for like four years because I was like doing OnlyFans, I had sugar daddies, whatever. I I did the whole sugar daddy life before I even did escort. So, um i did like the whole work thing and so when i went back to the whole work thing i was like this is who i'm gonna present as and i made sure that the look was right and it was passable you know like it was like the idea of like this is a woman selling me something you know but if i would have went in there with like you know like a little buzz cut or whatever the case like not presenting like one, I probably would have not got the job and two, I probably wouldn't have sold as much as as I did, you know, because I wasn't confident in, or I was confident in my look, so I sold, you know, but if I wasn't confident, I probably wouldn't have sold as much. So, I mean, escorting definitely, (laughs) I'm like, I'm not a, how do you say, I'm not an advocate for escorting please. I mean, if you're young, like really try to come up, but for the girls that are already doing it, y'all already know what the T is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, you so escorting is something that you don't recommend then? I don't recommend it
0: because I do How has escorting affected your mental
1: health? Look, so a reputation is all that a woman has. Okay. So a guy can be like, oh, this bitch is a hoe, all the guys are gonna think she's a hoe. Mm-hmm. If she's educated, a guy's gonna be like she's educated, all the guys are gonna be like, okay, she's educated, I wanna fuck with her because she's smart, she's bringing something to the conversation. So if someone's being like, Oh, she's an escort, they'd be like, that's all she's an escort like that's all she's good for all she good is is for sex all she wants is money you know so in the sense of like i wish i didn't really dabble into it like for that sense because i do want people to think of me like as an innocent sweet girl who is i am a really hard worker i i am all these things you know but because i am an escort like that vanishes all of like who i am as a person and they only see me as an escort you know so in a sense of like, they're not seeing really seeing me for who I am, or really giving me the chance. They're not taking me serious. They're not bringing me respect, and that's something as a person, like as for me, like that's what I want for myself. So if you're someone who's like that, then maybe it's just not your work field, you know? Because I I don't care about what people think about me, but I think I do value about I do value what people say, you know? Because i can learn from people's experiences and so what i would like for you guys to learn from mine is just like if you can get it another way then focus on that work hard on that and get it that way you know don't always sh- i took the easy way out and i I don't tell everybody you know i mean my parents still question me about certain things you know and i'm not fully honest about it but hey i'm doing what i can right <laughs> so uh, for you your main advice was kind of just
0: be like think long term think longevity yes. think of everything else outside of just like quick money of how this is gonna affect you basically
1: exactly because it does take so your question that you had as far as mentality it does and your take, mental health yeah it, there you go um it does take a big toll on it because of one of that one of those reasons um what i just said but it's fucked with me in a sense of being like, I want to be loved. I want to be accepted. I look for validation. I, I want to be happy. Like, I want to have like the regular cis woman fantasy, you know? And so when I'm dealing with clients that are just wanting to like, fucking go, like, it's like, like, you know, like you're not giving me the time of day that I thought, not that I thought I was going to get, but I, I hope one day to get, um, yeah, I just feel like I'm not as equal sometimes. When you are working, because there are some escorts who, like,
0: once they work, they kind of get in the mentality of just kind of, like, making money, fuck love. Fuck, like, fuck love, like, fuck all that. Like, when you make that much money being an escort, all you can think about is just, like, the money, the money, the money. If you can't pay me, you're not worth my time. And do you think escorting at any time when you were escorting fucked with your mentality where you kind of jaded you a bit to where you're kind of just, like, love isn't important as making money is?
1: I am I, I at am one always... point when I
0: wasn't escort, I thought uh-huh. like that. I was like, once I became an escort for that six months, my mentality I saw it started shifting, being like every guy that had talked to me, mm-hmm. I was charging them. Right. And I wanted to, because I was kinda like, why would I talk to you for free? Yeah. When I could like charge <laughs> this guy. And like I had the biggest ego where I was like, mm-hmm. What are you gonna do for me? There's
1: a checklist. Yeah. Th- there's a checklist. So if you're not cute, you're not my type. I'm charging you, <laughs> or I'm looking for something from you. Like I only give certain people a freebie, but I just feel like, in a sense of like, yeah, like I did build myself up to a certain point where I do have a nice car. I have this, and I, and I know that I got it in a in a way of like you know someone maybe I was paying for it or whatever. But like, like. If I'm driving this kind of car, like I'm not gonna let just anybody hit me up and like you know have access, accessibility to me. Like I'm definitely gonna be looking for a certain kind of you know caliber of like of a man. man. <laughs> You're right. But at the end of the day, I am a lover at heart. I'm like a hopeless romantic. So as you can tell, I was like giving out teddy bears in middle school, or whatever. <laughs> but I just I think the reason why you are so romantic towards other
0: people was because you were kind of like. Portraying how you would want to be treated back,
1: exactly. Because like
0: I'm, when I was younger, I was also very gift giving. Because like I was like, I always, I, I would love for a man to do this for me. Well, if I'm so being, I'm gonna um, do it to them, you right. know.
1: If I'm being honest, growing up, I and still till now, like I've, I've grew up in a broken family, and it was. It was like very difficult always felt like alone like never really felt like i fit in anywhere so the love that i give is like the love i hope to receive back so even like with clients like sometimes i'm just like a little extra sweet to see if they'll give me like that little sugar back but no, like, they don't. Like, <laughs> they don't want that, you know? So I think, like, in a sense, like, that kind of fuck away mentality. Because I was still trying to give this fantasy that, like, I could be a good girl. Like, I could be this. I could be this for you, you know? But at the end of the day, like, they don't want to be with me because they just want to have sex, you know?
0: They're just, there for, like, their fantasy. Right, yeah. So, you escorted Sugar Baby. You don't recommend it. I've More done of the it. More
1: summarize everything else. I've done it all I mean, I'm glad I got I got to say I did it because I got to learn from it. And I still do it to this day every now and then. Um, but, yeah, I got to learn from it. I mean, I got to experience it, say I got to do it. Um, I'm just a person who just does whatever the fuck I want to do. And I just go for it. And whatever works, you know, sticks. And if it's up, then it's stuck. If it's not, then on to the next.
0: So what is your biggest takeaway and lesson from escorting and from you being an adult life. Taking away from it. What did you learn? And what did you regret? And what did you like... What did you take away from it? What did you What did you regret from it? And what are you like proud of about from it?
1: Okay. That was a lot at once.
0: Um, so sex sugar baby. Okay. Escorting. Only fans. Okay. What did you take away from it? A lesson that you learned.
1: So one thing I can take away from it is that... Yeah, you're going to get what you want at the end. Well, you're not going to always necessarily get what you want because you're going to get the money but at the sense at the end of the day you are looking for like a companion you're looking for some type of or maybe I'm just not like a professional escort because I do look for a sense of like like comfort you know like I want to be able to feel like the person I'm having sex with like there's comfort there like I can actually willingly f- do it you know not necessarily feel like I'm being forced of my will you know because at that point like it's not fun and it's not worth it you know because let me just tell you, I be fucking some cute boys out here, so just don't. I mean, what I could take away from it really is just, you know, money circulates and it's fast money, and it and good and fast money is dirty money, and dirty money isn't always good money, and so I think just really focus on what you really want to do with your life, like. So, I, I feel like the reason why people get into escorting also is because of social media. Social media, overall, if you really think about it, is, like, sex trafficking. Like, the easiest way to promote pussy is on social media. Like, I could post a thirst trap and be like, look at my hot ass, you know? And, like, boom. like look A at subscriber a- right there. Right, exactly. So, it, it's, it's a very easy way to get sucked into it. But just think about it long-term. Longevity, for sure, I would say. And just... Even though life is hard for us already as trans women, like, you could do it. Like, you could really do it. I stopped working for, like, four years, and to go back to a normal job, like, I did it. I think it's just, like, the voices in the back of your head. I think it's social media. And, you know, just don't rush your transition. Transition is something beautiful. It's something that you get to look back at and be like, oh, at this time, like, I went through this. I went through that. I love looking at pictures and being like, look how far I've come, you know? So don't let that also don't like the don't let the precious mem like don't give up the precious memories you know transitioning or even just growing and evolving as a person you know as far as like business entrepreneur wise you know but i feel like i enjoy doing only fans because of the entrepreneurial side so i mean that could possibly be like where my main you know bag is and i possibly won't ever have to work again and what is your regret from like the adult life Just exposing myself too much, but I'm already at the point where I've done it already so much that I'm just like, fuck it, why not, you know?
0: And what is like a good takeaway from it as far as kind of, you know what, I'm glad I got into it because now I am now this
1: my surgeries, I would just say, well, I only have one surgery, by the way, so I only have my boobs done, but it's given me the freedom to get my boobs done again and fix the botchery that this doctor that we both went to fucked us both up.
0: I know, and that's <laughs> why his practice is being sued Literally. right now in this moment. So,
1: I mean, it it's, it's allowing me to plan for my surgeries. And I'm excited for that because I just know that a regular pain job wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to attain my surgery as fast as I am now. So you're grateful for kind of, like, the flexibility of
0: having a lot more freedom, Mm -hmm. the quick money to then have the funds for these big surgeries.
1: And that's your, like, positive takeaway from it. That's my positive, yes. And I would just say, like, my negative is just being looked at differently. Um, I mean, even as a trans woman, I get looked at differently. But just, like, the sense of, like, respect. Um, You know, people don't really take you as serious. And so... I mean i would say that that is probably like the one negative takeaway
0: so those are kind of like you would say like the caution for the younger girls but like if you get into it this
1: is what you need to keep in mind i rather be exclusive than to have people like talk about me to like other clients and mm-hmm. not that i've ever had that before i just with the trans community it's so large but small in a sense where it's like if you're like in a certain area like orange county like i'm sure there have been clients that have hit her up that hit me up you know so like, I just, I'd rather be exclusive. I don't want someone to have the upper hand and be like, oh, I already hooked up with her, you know, or I don't want them talking about me in a negative way, you know? So. Oh,
0: my God. I got to know so much about you. Yeah. I got so deep. Are we going to
1: get into the tea or what? I love, it. I
0: love it. I love that you were kind of like the first time to of just like, talk about like transition and like a more like a realistic side right. to it, rather than kind of just because I've had people, I have people kind of just like, they glamorized it. Right. But they never really went raw in and how it kind of like affected them. Like they all like the girls, Do like, I give
1: you like motherly instinct? In a you sense? give
0: me very like real like realistic big sister
1: vibes. Okay, you know what I, I mean. I like the big sister because I feel like mother was just aging me a little too much. Mother
0: is definitely <laughs> aging for sure, but like the vibe that I get from you is kind of just like big sister. Like I went through it, so you don't have to. Exactly. That was, that was like the name of your
1: fucking your my YouTube my episode, i escorted so you didn't yeah.
0: have to because for me in that video that was kind of like my that was me being like a mother to like some right it was kind of just like let me tell you the dark side of it but for you it was kind of just like that's the vibe that i got from you and then this episode is like i know there's gonna be so many young girls that saw my video and the way that i talked about it it was kind of just like
1: not as educational as the way that you talked about it's it it's fine you know? like don't get me wrong like bitch. These 30 inch weed, girl. Like, let me tell you, I wouldn't have been able to pay for it myself. But, like, trust me, like, it's not all fun and games. Like, I'm lonely at the end of the day, you know? And I do definitely think that your inner circle sometimes do judge you, you know? Like, oh, I don't want to hang out with this person because they do OnlyFans, or I don't want to hang out, you know, for those exact reasons, you know? They want to hang out with normal people. So, I mean, yeah, if I can give out like the best advice, I mean, it's fun in games until, you know, like you're not pretty anymore. And then you're stuck without a, you know, a career long term job, you know.
0: Oh, with that being said, Penelope, is there anything you want to plug for the whole world
1: before you go? Um. Well, even though I was a bit advocate on not really doing this. um, <laughs> <laughs> um Subscribe to my OnlyFans, first of all. <laughs> Um, but no, just you know, my mission or I felt like my purpose in life was just to you know inspire somebody, whether it's a big crowd or just one person. Like I feel like that's really all that really makes me happy. I'm a very genuine, happy person. I like to remain positive, so I would just like to spread that positivity out to everyone out there, especially you. Just know I really appreciate you bringing me onto your platform, and um, yeah, that's mainly it. So, <laughs> so what is
0: your OnlyFans and what is your Instagram? What is it's like how can people reach you and find you so it's not just penelope
1: it's not okay so i am the tranny version of beyonce because i am just penelope okay so don't get it twisted but no you can find me on my only fans audrina love or i'm on instagram pretty girl xp so find me there Let's have a good old time, newly single. So, boys, hit me up. I'll link all
0: her <laughs> stuff in the description box down below. But again, I want to give a big thank you to Penelope for coming onto my podcast thank and you just for sharing, kind of, of course, and just sharing kind of like an inside, realistic look as far as like the transition
1: and being in. The I know a lot life. of people watching this aren't really like knowing like who the fuck is this girl, you know? But, but. it's kind
0: of like because you're very low key, right? But the thing is, like, they all have something in common with you. And that's, there's, there's that's relatable. There's
1: Relatability, yeah. There you go.
0: So I feel like even though like they don't know who you are, it's that kind of like but me and her have the same story. I can relate right. to her. I can understand her. And it's kind of like she's advising me things. So it's kind of like I don't really know her, but I want to get to know her more. So you it's have kind the of
1: glamorizing like, side, but then you actually have the realistic you side. You have like the devil on one side, and then you have the angel on the I'm other. I'm the devil, <laughs> and you're the angel. You're kind of <laughs> just like, go. here's
0: if you want to do it, here's what you should expect and look into. Exactly. So I'm so happy today's episode because I felt like we shined a different light on escorting and sex work. And I couldn't have picked a more perfect person to talk about it hey, but you. So thank you again for coming on and i hope you guys enjoy this episode of lane to monetize so much so without further you guys without further ado you guys thank you so much for watching thank you again for coming thank on you. i'm so happy with this and until next week's episode you guys let's get to monetize bye <laughs>